welcome to the SBNY Podcast. My name is Peter Kennedy. I am your host, and we are here to talk about Yankees wildcard baseball. New York Yankees, Minnesota Twins, in the Bronx, win or go home, put your money where your mouth is. And with me today to speak about this Yankees wildcard game is Mike Pelmazano and Phil DeMeo. What's up, guys? Let's go, Yankees. I am jerked up. Phil, I know you're jerked up. I don't know if Pete's jerked up, but I feel like you're jerked up. Baby, tomorrow Santa's coming. That's Luis Severino. He's bringing the heat to the Bronx. I think actually CC's Santa. Luis is more like uh, like the elf on the shelf. You know, you never know when he's watching. He's gonna keep throwing right by you. Uh, Mike, I got a question. What's going on? What's uh, going on? Can you Wait explain on the feeling of being jerked up? I'm very curious. Jerked up. I'll give you exactly jerked up. It's um, the eve of a Yankee playoff game when you're watching some 96 highlights, you're watching some 2000 highlights, a little A-Rod in the bottom of the ninth oh nine highlights, and you're getting that feeling. You're getting the tingling. You're getting that little numb feeling in your fingers. That's that's it. That's getting jerked up right there. And I, I got to say... I was in the stadium in 2015, and it was electric. It was Electric Factory. Tomorrow night, it's gonna. I think it's gonna be double that. It's gonna be a zoo. The Bronx Bombers are back. Creatures are gonna be there. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm stoked. Before you said fingers, I didn't know where you were going with that tingling sensation that you're talking about. Yeah. But I feel Listen, you. I, I'll let I'll know exactly what's tingling tomorrow when I'm in the Bronx at eight o'clock. All right. You're oh, you're gonna, gonna you're gonna be at the game tonight. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, I love to hear it, Phil. How you feeling? I have, I have a different approach to the game. I like to watch with uh, select close friends, take every pitch by pitch. Uh, I haven't really been to a playoff game in a while. I went to the uh, 09 when they beat the Angels for the World Series. But I have I am I also have a tingling feeling. But if it's a little cold in the Bronx tomorrow, I think most of them have a little tingling feeling somewhere else, if you know what I mean. Hey. But nonetheless, nonetheless, oh. I am okay as well. Um, how would you guys feel if I told you that I will be actively switching to the Knicks-Nets preseason game tomorrow night. I mean, tonight, actually. This is Tuesday. You're fired. You're fired. <laughs> yeah, you know what? That's just, um, man, preseason Knicks-Nets, that's not even, I, I couldn't even, uh, bleh, I'm, I'm disgusted. What about, what about? I watched the whole, I watched the whole Met Giant game last year. All right. Good. Were the Knicks playing that first preseason game with Frankie Nicotine on the court? I not Matt. I mean, I mean, he's moved up this year, right? So get a little, little crossfire. Oh yeah, a little crossfire right now for sure. No, I'm definitely gonna watch the game. I'm just messing. I will definitely be checking out the Knicks game, but we have this little thing called League Pass nowadays. Sick brag. Uh, so I could watch that game whenever the hell I want, and I probably will watch it at some point or another. But we're not here to talk about the Knicks. We're here to talk about the New York freaking Yankees. Um, so you guys told me how you're feeling about the atmosphere, about the vibes, about how electric it may be. Uh, about your plans for the game. But before we get into breaking down this actual game with Luis Severino on the mound and what lineup may be trot out there in the Bronx t- uh, tonight, let's talk about this whole playoffs for a few minutes. So this is a mini pod, Sports Blog New York podcast. You know how it is. iTunes, Apple Podcasts app, Google Play, SoundCloud, and of course on sportsblognewyork.com. Tell us what you think. Give a little rating. Leave a review. If you make your prediction, actually, I want you people to make their prediction in a rating or a review, or hit us on Twitter at SportBlogNYC. If you think the Yankees are going to win tonight and you're going to guarantee it and you're confident, you you let us know because we want to know who is really confident in their team because I know Mike Palmasano's confident. I think Phil's yeah. also confident, but maybe not quite as confident as Mike. But that's okay. We want to hear from you. Tell us your confidence level. And if you're going to guarantee a victory, we'd love for you to do that. Maybe do it via a little rating and review on iTunes and Apple Podcasts app. But without further ado, 
other than this Yankee wildcard game tomorrow and the wildcard game in the, in the East, maybe you could shed light on, some, on that. What else excites you about this playoffs? I feel like this is the yeah. I think this is the best. This is the best I felt going into October. You know, playoff atmosphere in in almost a decade. You know, I mean, in in, in the fifteen, the Yankees kind of limped into it, and you kind of knew. Well, at the time, you kind of thought, "Wow, this might be the last time we get here before we got to break it all down." And then we missed it last year, and this year was supposed to be a quote unquote rebuild year. Yeah, <laughs> rebuild. That was really cool. Um, Mike, Mike, I, Mike, I can give you some credit here, and then Phil take the floor. But Mike, you did call. Before the season, Yankees wild card team. What'd you say? Ninety-two wins. You bet the over yeah. and you, you hit it. You hit it out of the park, just like yeah, the boy so, judged so, uh, it. Actually, we cashed out yesterday. Season end, we cashed out. It was eighty-three and the hook. We took the over, and I believe I doubled down. I said they're going to get into ninety wins. I think they finished with ninety-one. So humble brag, I I hit that right on the head. But yeah, I knew, listen, this team, like we said, was just based on pitching. And if the pitching could hold up, which it did, and then some, we had no idea we had. Uh, an ace in Severino, and then the best rookie pitcher in the American League, possibly in baseball, in Jordan Montgomery, with a healthy Sabathia, Tanaka, who was, you know, shaky good, and then traded for Gray. You know, the pitching held up. The bullpen additions just drove them through. The hitting is lineup stacked. This is this team is dangerous, and I think the only thing they're missing moving forward for years to come is just playoff experience. I think the team is almost as complete as a team that you can get. Maybe you throw a hitter here and there, another, you know, top-end starter, but... Playoff experience will help this team grow more and more. They'll season like a nice glass of wine, and we're ready. We're ready. This is just the beginning this year. Just the beginning. Phil, what excites you over there? I mean, he kind of wrapped everything up really nicely. Um, Thanks, I'm Phil. excited to see Severino pitch. I remember, you know, what about what about the rest of the playoffs? I'm saying now too. What about the, some of the other teams? What matchups? What players? We'll get into the Yankees for the rest of this mini pod. But for now, I what about? We're, so, we're jerked up. We feel, I feel you, Phil. I feel you. <laughs> You guys are all jerked up over there, but Phil, the rest of it, what do you got? I feel like it's just the Dodgers' year to finally get get the over the hump. They've had always a good season team, just their best regular season team in years. Now can can, can put it together. I feel the same way about the Nationals, Phil. I feel the same as I way about the Nationals. I I want to see Price Popper in the World Series. I definitely want to see him in the World Series. But, like, the Nationals fail again. Like, what they they accomplish this season means nothing, again. I agree. I agree. Especially out of the NL East, it wasn't the best division this year. So the Nationals, you know, by the All-Star break, you kind of figured they were going to win it. They really haven't proved anything yet. They just walked through a, in my opinion, the worst division in baseball. Sorry, Pete. Yeah, uh, no, dude, none taken, man. It's all right. Terry's on his way out. It's, it's all it's all uphill from here, right? Is that how it works? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> uh, but wait, so I have, a, yeah. I have a statement on that, a little National League okay. statement real quick. Yeah, sure. So you mentioned the Nationals and the Dodgers. I think the Cubs have made this the perfect lead-up to a playoff repeat possibility. So hear me out. I'll do a little analogy to the NBA world. Uh, You know, the Warriors really hit their stride that year they won their first championship, and they were the best team in the league. They pretty much ran through the playoffs, had some struggles here and there, but they were pretty much easy money for the championship. Cubs had a great series against the Indians last year, but they really did a great job in last year's playoffs. Everyone picked them to win again this year, which is really a lot to ask. But what did the Cubs do all season? They played it low, right around 500. They were a little below, a little above. Finally going to run in the second half. Nobody's talking about them. Nobody's putting pressure on them. They enter the playoffs as the underdogs and the defending World Series champs. The Nationals have all the pressure. They haven't won real playoff series ever. 
the pressure's on the Nationals, the pressure's on the Dodgers for them to do it as well. I can see the Cubs just sneaking in, coming in low-key, and putting the National League to rest. You know, I think uh, I think you're right. I think both teams have a lot of pressure because they were arguably the two best teams in the NL this year. And at some point, you got to win a series, you would think, right? You would think the Dodgers would finally get past the wild-card team. You would think. I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think it's going to happen. And I don't think the Nationals... I, you know, so I think the Nationals are going to represent the NL in the pennant this year. But would I be shocked if it lost to the Cubs in a five-game series? Absolutely not. And it really makes it such an interesting uh, interesting series. you know. And that's what makes the MLB playoffs the MLB playoffs. That's why you turn in for October baseball. Because probably more than any other sport, teams getting hot at the right time means a whole damn lot. I mean, it means oh, yeah. something in every sport. But baseball is one of those those sports where, you know, a wild card can win any given year. And the number one team can go down in any given year. But is it time? Is it time to talk about the Yankees now? Is that what the silence is? Yeah, I know. I, I just you know we're chomping up the bit. I because here yeah, and and you know um, I I think playoff baseball is great. I love every single team in the playoffs this year. But what, Phil, what, tell me, when was the last time as a Yankee fan you felt this confident in the Yankees going into the playoffs this year? It's, you know, was it since Jeter was around when he got hurt in, in against the Tigers that series? I think that was the last time I really felt confident in this team to make a push. Yeah, I feel like it's been like fourth confidence the last, like since the last, like the latter end of the Jeter A-Rod years. Like, oh, when the Yankees should win, like I always, never know beat the Tigers or Rangers. I always like they don't be that guy you say it out loud. Like, I don't think we have much of a shot this year. I mean, we're gonna play Indians if we win tomorrow uh, today. I mean, I don't feel I'm not gonna be here. Oh, Yankees are winning beat the Indians, but we have a legit shot. We could steal a game or two. We're, we we could hit. We could pitch. We could play with them. And these are the best team in baseball this year. But we we're no slouch either. So yeah, I'm very calm. I think I think our yeah I think our bullpen matches up with them. I think it matches up really well with them. You know they have Andrew Miller and um, you know, he's probably the best reliever in the game. But we have a lot of really good relievers. And if it gets to a bullpen game, which I think that's our best chance, you know, knock their their stud starters out, especially when we play Kluber, that's going to be a tough one. I think if you get to a bullpen game, it's anyone's match at that point. And, you know, they don't, you know, you're going to say their hitters out hit us? You know, we have the MVP in the league, in my opinion. They have Ramirez, who might be a potential MVP. We, you know, we can we match them on both sides of the end. I, you know, their pitching is the only thing that would outland us. But I think we're jumping a little bit too ahead. Let's yeah, get to this. Yeah, I was uh, going to say, I was going to have to jump in and no, tell you guys, you know, this can be. Us, us fans are going to hit ourselves, but I think the team's locked in. They know tomorrow, they know uh, the wild card game. Is where it all begins. Nothing, it can't accomplish anything. You don't win that game. So what, I think as fans, we're getting ahead of ourselves. The players are pretty locked in. What Agreed. you guys are saying can look real silly by you know tomorrow. Yeah. You, Let's, talk about, Let's talk about tonight. Let's talk about tonight. Let's talk yeah. about tonight. Let's do it. Let's get into it. I I do kind of like playing the role of reminding you guys you might lose to the Twins tonight, and I'm gonna continue to remind you guys uh, for the rest of this mini podcast, which should last about you know. 10 or 12 more minutes. Uh, as always, podcast sponsored by Wooter Apparel, W-O-O-T-E-R Apparel.com, at, on all the social media. Check them out for the fire uniforms and jerseys. Uh, so let's play this little game here. I want Mike and Phil, both of you guys, to share your lineup. The lineup you hope Joe Girardi announces today. You know, we're recording this podcast Monday night, but on Tuesday when you're listening, we already made our picks. So I want to hear what you guys have to say. Who do you want to see on the field, and what lineup do you guys want? Uh, Phil, let's start with you. Okay, so I have a little bit of stats going on here. 
I think either Garner or Ellsbury should play. Well, only one of them. So in the lineup, in the leader spot, I have Garner or Ellsbury. I'll get that after after my lineup. Second, I'm going Judge. Can go that bats. Sanchez uh, third. I went DD fourth. Castro fifth. Hicks Hick sixth. Bird seventh. Todd Frazier eighth, and Chase Headley ninth. I'm not sure who's a better fielder, Frazier or Headley. Either or, you DH their base them. I got Holly off the bench. I got Ellsbury or Garner off the bench for running. And I also got Clint Frazier there for running, too. And, and Ronnie Base was a five-man bench. Um, you see, my decision was either Garner or Ellsbury in the, in the outfield. Versus Irvin Santana, Brett Garner is a 355 career average. Ellsbury is a 294 average. So if we go play by the book, Garner should play. But over the last month, Ellsbury's been 337. A 436 on-base percentage, 21 runs, 29 hits, and 14 walks in September. That is hard to sit down right now. He's one of your better hitters. He came around. Garner is your guy. He's kind of your longest time Yankee. He's one of your leaders. How do you sit Garner? But how do you sit Ellsbury where he's been hitting? I'll leave it up to you guys. Well, I, I, I want to play this game like this. So you gave me your take right there. That was your lineup, your reasoning. Uh, so now I want to turn the mic over to Mike. See what he has to say, and then at the end, we're gonna see which one we like better. Yeah. Uh, all right. So, Phil, um, I don't disagree. I actually agree with the fact that you can't sit Ellsbury, but you also can't sit Garner. That's why I'm playing Ellsbury, and I'm playing Garner, and I'm playing Hicks, and I'm playing okay. Judge. So I gave you my line. Okay. Like I got, I got Garner leading off. He's okay. playing left. I got Judge second. I got Sanchez third. I got DD fourth. I got Stalin fifth. I got Bird sixth. I got Ellsbury seventh. I got Headley eighth, and I got Hicks ninth. Uh, you right. can flip flop uh, Ellsbury and Headley if you want. In my opinion, I don't mind any combination. You're DH and Judge. Are you DH and Ellsbury? One or the other. Uh, but you got to keep the bats in the lineup. You keep it Headley yeah, at third. Wanna, I don't want to judge. Yeah, I don't want to put Judge in the DH because I feel like. He's been in the field the whole year. But to have sure. to think about it a little bit and put him on the bench, I want to keep him in the field. Sure. Listen, you can keep him in the field. Then you all, then you keep, you keep Hicks in center and you DH Ellsbury. Listen, Hicks and Ellsbury are interchangeable at center field at this point. They're both four-and-a-half star to five outfielders. You know, Hicks is going yeah. to take one back. Ellsbury's going to make diamond plays on the wall. You know, either one is fine to me in center field. And, but I think you need both bats in the lineup, especially because Hicks is a switch hitting bat. Also why, yeah. like, uh, Hedley... Very hard to hit Hicks because one, he's your best field in the outfield. He's a switch hitter, so I think it's almost impossible to sit him. And Ellsbury, you said, is, is red hot the last month, the last month and a half. Yeah. You know, I'm not sitting Garner. No way. He's my leadoff hitter all year. You sitting now? Sure. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't have a problem with that in one game playoff. Girardi already said he's carrying 15 hitters, so that means he got six off the bench. That's going to be Todd. It's going to be Holiday. It's going to be Roto. It's going to be Romine. Uh, it's going to be Tyler Austin. And I think it's going to be maybe Tyler Wade. You know, the, the you know, pinch right off the bench. No Clinton? Uh, you know what? In, in this game, there's so many other, you know, if, you know, Tyler Austin, Clint Frazier, you know, they're both right-handed hitters who play the outfield. You know, you got to keep Holiday there. You know, either either one, you know, it's not going to make or break it. If it gets to the point where the pinch hitting of Frazier or or Tyler Austin is the make or break, I feel like that would be a really weird situation, and I don't yeah. even want to get to that. To throw my two cents in, I'm going to add from my little bit of outsider perspective of not being a Yankee fan or a person who like sincerely has 
uh, rooting interest in this game. I think it would be better for baseball if the Yankees win. Like, absolutely better for the whole MLB playoffs if the Yankees win. But for me personally, eh, it doesn't really matter. So I'm going to be honest here. I think Gardner has to play just for the fact that, you know, like you guys said, he's the longest-tenured Yankee, this and that. That's good and, and a good storyline. But if he has been your leadoff hitter for the largest portion of the year, he needs to be your leadoff hitter in this game. And that is just a fact. Uh, and then what Phil was bringing up, the the point between Ellsbury or Gardner, I mean, now I'm going to flip that over to Ellsbury and Hicks because I saw one of our guys, Joe Calabrese, a.k.a. Corey, on Twitter he left Aaron Hicks at at on a, out of his lineup. So that becomes the Ellsbury versus Hicks conversation. Me personally, I prefer Hicks because a little more pop and another one, that arm. I think Aaron Hicks can save a game with his arm. And you can say, you know, Ellsbury can do it with his feet. Well, hey, Hicks ain't too slow himself. I take that every inch of defense I can get from Aaron Hicks. Hope he can put one over the fence. I'll take Hicks over Ellsbury 10 times out of 10. The uh, that's why I you know, I don't want to pick between any of them. I, I you know Ellsbury went from a guy getting ridiculed by myself by most fans all year to the bench, worked his ass off. I don't know if I can say that, but I'm okay. saying it because I'm jerked off for the Yankees. Worked it off. Don't just get, don't lineup. get jerked up about Ellsbury's ass, and then we're good. Listen, <laughs> I'm getting jerked off about anything about the Yankees right now. This is playoff baseball. This is you know it's it's okay. It's good. You can keep if you have all four outfielders. I'm fine with that. If Todd Frazier is going to be the guy to take the seat, you know, his glove is the only thing I'm upset about because I like his glove at third base. But, you know, in terms of DHing, um, well, the outfield Ellsbury. Yeah, you know, I'm, I think that's where you got to go. Ellsbury's been red hot. You really can't sit him. Hicks has just been, you know, right off the DL, he's been dynamite. You know, switch hitter, fielding is great. I think you keep all four outfielders in the lineup. I got a staff for you, too. Helly at the 308 average versus Santana. And Frazier, the 190 average. Hey, Frazier probably faced him a lot more in the Central, too. So, yeah. I have and a drink. Frazier's 265. And you, you're doing your homework tonight, Phil. I told you. Can I, uh, can I ask a Girardi question? Yeah. All right. So, my Girardi question is here all season long, you know, the Yankee fans complain about Binder Joe. They complain about Joe Girardi, the man who plays by his book, by plays by his statistics, and plays the matchups, and yada, yada, yada. So now, in a one-game playoff, and this kind of almost goes back to the whole, like, the, literally the movie Moneyball, right? Like, the movie Moneyball, they win in the season, playoffs, they either continue and lose, or they try to do too much and lose, and whatever. When you look at Joe Girardi, and look at him as your coach of the New York Yankees, in a one-game setup, in a wild-card, win-or-go-home matchup, do you want him to just stick to what he does? Do you want him to just do his regular thing with the matchups and the statistics and the book? Or do you want him to take the eye test and his heart into consideration with this lineup? I'll, I'll say this. Oh, here you go, Foco. Raul Abanez. Remember him? Girardi pitched here on twice and it worked off. So I trust Girardi, man. I mean, yeah, fan, we were talk about this before, Pete. He got this shit, Girardi. But hey, if he was let go... How quick are you get a job? I'm trusting this man in his decision-making for his lineup, for the bullpen, for the starter, for who closes the game, who comes to the I trust him. He earned my trust already. So, people fatigue him. I Whatever line people put out there, I'm sure he has a reasoning. I'm sure, it's a, probability-wise, he's probably right. You know, I, I mentioned it last night. Uh, on Sunday, when Girardi completed the season, he 
completed his 10th year as the Yankee manager. And the Yankees are only the third team in Major League history to have back-to-back 10-plus year managers. So you think of it like that, he has some longevity. Uh, him and Cashman at the end of the season are needed contract extensions. Or the end of next year. But they're both due, and they're going to get extensions. This, you know, He's really done a really great job. And for about 80% of the year, I praised him. There was a little stretch where I thought he might have lost us some games. You know, think about it. We, this was a team that was trying out Chris Carter for about a month, month and a half. No manager is perfect. You know? Yeah, you know, this was a guy who was keeping in Tyler Clippard a little in, you know, there too long. So, yeah. yeah, his his trust and his loyalty in some guys probably may have cost us a game here and there. Did it cost us the division? Listen, I won't care if they win the game tonight because, you know, in that case, it's all moot and we're playing with house money. Girardi's a layup here. He's got the ace Severino. As long as he goes seven innings, you know that's he's going to push him. You know he's not going to take him out early. He's just your ace. This this guy led you all year. He came up and just this third best pitcher in the American League, dominating the post half uh, the post All Star break. And the you, only other pitchers you might see in this game are Chad Green, David Robertson, and Aroldis Chapman. In and my you, opinion, you know what you don't have to worry about with Joe Girardi, Luis Severino saying no, I'm staying in. Uh, if Girardi thinks he's coming out, that man's coming out. You know what I mean? So that's another nice thing. And Phil, I'm so glad you said what you said. If anybody listens to this podcast or if it's their first time, obviously we appreciate every single listener. But people who have listened before about the Yankees know that it infuriates me that Yankee fans criticize Joe Girardi so much. This man is a model of consistency. He, this is a guy is a winner. Literally, he doesn't have losing seasons. Like he doesn't – they don't exist in Joe Girardi's managerial world. If you, Like you said, if he got fired, he would have a job tomorrow. That is how this man is looked at across baseball. And the fact that Yankee fans complain so much really bothers me. So the fact you guys are confident, it makes me happy. So maybe I'm actually going to root for the Yankees a little bit more. I don't know if you guys want my rooting or not, but you're going to get it. Uh, everyone's, everyone's on. Everyone jump on the Yankee train right now. You know, we're not going to take, uh, you, know, you know, bandwagon fans or not, we're not going to turn you away. This is a, a house of joy. And we accept all fanhoods right now. And let's be real. If Yankee fans turn down bandwagon fans, they would lose a lot of fans. I know I'm not a bandwagon fan, so... I didn't say you were. I'm just saying. If you don't accept that, you're being being a little ignorant. Fair enough. Fair enough. What do you think tomorrow? I just said something nice to you guys, and I had to then fit in something mean. So I can't can't be full nice to you Yankee fans. Uh, But tomorrow night, I think the Yankees are going to lose. Wow. You're a uh, you're a hipster baseball fan. Miguel Sano is the most underrated third baseman in the American League. That's what you sound like right now. I wish Donald Greco was here to flip out on you. Oh man, you got I mean I really don't care. I was also just kidding. I want to hear a little reaction out of you guys. I already told you. I think this will be so much better for baseball if the Yankees win. Uh who do you want to see play the Indians in an NLD and an ALDS? The Yankees. Who would you possibly want to see upset the Indians the Yankees? Who would you want to see against the Astros in the in the CS? The Yankees. Who would you want to see in the World Series? The Yankees. It's I I've been saying this. If we get a Boston Red Sox New York Yankees playoff battle, I will be ecstatic because that is something that really grabs me by the gut when we're coming. Do you root for baseball. the Yankees there, or do you just root for good baseball? Uh, I root for. I kind of honestly, uh, I would probably kind of root for the Red Sox, but I mostly root for good baseball, and I wouldn't be upset either way. You boiling? I was in Boston this weekend. I went to um, Harpoon Fest, Harpoon Festival Brewery, and obviously, where'd you go? For Red um, Harpoon Fest and um, the Harpoon Fest. What's that? The Harpoon Brewery. Um, just a big, like, Oktoberfest, like, 50,000 people. Well, anyway, I was there having a good time. 
And I saw a lot of Red Sox fans, obviously, a lot of hats. So I was a little drunk. But I was like, hey, how do you feel about the Yankees? Honest opinion. And most of them were like, hey, like we kind of like your team. We respect you. We're kind of afraid of you. I was like, I was like pushed back a little bit. Are you serious? Yeah, like, you guys have a good team. And I feel like, I'm going from New York where people bash the Yankees and judges that ain't too good and overrated and teams that can do well in the playoffs. But you go to, of course, enemy Lions, they're, they're worried about us. So I'm I'll, tell you, I'll tell you this. Uh, yesterday, uh, on Sunday, I was at uh, Forest Avenue and they had a little Oktoberfest of their own. Uh-huh. And if, if a Red Sox fan with those little Red Sox cat came up to me and asked me how I felt about them, I'd tell him to go kick rocks. I, I am not <laughs> telling him I respect his team. That's 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 disrespectful. Don't even – ah, uh, you know, that's just – it shows how gutless they are. That they would even, you know, I down, nice give you the satisfaction. That was, my, that was like my, my pick-me-up for the whole weekend. Hey, yeah. they, they like us over here. They're respectful. They're afraid of us. Yeah, uh, I just – The rivalry was dead, and that's something that needs to be brought back. An ALCS this year would be off the charts, and it would bring it would bring the national baseball team back to, on the map. To be honest with you, you know one of the big things that's like I'm, I'm trying to wrap my head around is how for the majority of our lives you were just kind of used to 90 plus win Yankee baseball and shoe win into the division series, and you know half the time right into the the pennant. You know it's and it's just kind of. I don't want to say refreshing, but it's kind of fun, you know, like where we're rooting, you know, scratching, clawing at the one game. Oh yeah. We get to the yeah, division yeah. series. No, it just you know, it makes you kind of want it a little more. You know, you're not you're not just blown by game. 95 wins every day, just you know, right into the playoffs. Oh, uh, if I, I worked I, hard for this one. You're so you're so down to earth as a baseball fan. You you don't even know what real struggles like, man. You don't even know. <laughs> this is the yeah, hipster Pete with his twins and his uh Dude, his I'm not a Pythagorean theorem over there. No, man, I'm just a Mets fan, bro, and that's it. I'm just a Mets fan. What do you think about uh DeGrom cutting the locks? All I know is that that man was packing a dip in his in that picture. A hammer. A hammer. <laughs> no, man, I'm just messing with you. I just think it's so funny, you know. The fact that you say that is great. Like that's awesome for your fanhood. Like you've seen awesome baseball for a lot of your life. And I just got to remind you sometimes that I'm a Mets fan. I saw like three or four years of good baseball in my life. Total. <laughs> yeah. Total. It's, it's depressing. You know, I just think of like, um, you know, you have that Yankee dynasty that lasted from the mid-90s to like the early 2000s. And you kept that core who didn't have enough support and cast through the mid-2000s and finally figured it out in 2009. Uh, but it all started in 1995. On uh, the road in Seattle, when they lost, um, you know, to the Mariners, and it was a real young team, you know, uh, Jeter was, you know, barely on the roster then. Pettit's first year. Uh, they got their vengeance though when Seattle had the best record in MLB history, and the Yankees took them yeah, out. Yeah, two thousand one. Um, but you know, it, you need that experience, and that's what I'm saying. You know, this is you win this game, everything else is house money. Like you, get, no one thought they were going to be here tonight, and they got here. If they lose, it's going to be really disappointing. And everyone, you know, oh, you know, the Yankees, you know, you play, you're a 91 win team against the Twins with the MVP of baseball and you know, the, the best bullpen, you know, but maybe it's fine from Cleveland. This is a game you win. Can uh, we you, say something? No can, can I state this and you guys tell me if you agree or disagree? Yeah. So I want to say this the New York Yankees already had a successful baseball season. Definitely. The New York Yankees, if they lose to the Twins in this wild card game, you cannot go back and say it was not worth being in the wild card game. It was worth it. And if you win, like you said, everything is house money, everything is gravy. That'll be fantastic experience. But it's already a success this season. Is that fair? It'll be, it'll be, 
it'll be a disappointment if we lose. It would sting a little bit. It would sting. I'll accept that. You know, expectations change. And uh, me personally, I think that the Yankees are just as good, if not better, than the Astros and the Red Sox. You know, there's no reason you can tell me that either of those teams are better. Everyone's, uh, you know, all things equal, they, they could play 10 games and it could be 5-5. You know, the Yankees, Red Sox, Red Sox, Astros, Astros, Yankees. The Cleveland is the best team. And it just so happens that the Yankees missed a couple games against the Red Sox. And just makes you think about those games in April and May that you lost. And you know they always come back and bite you. But now, you know, that Devers home Devers run against team. Chapman. Right, yeah, right. You know, that's the one I think of. That's that's a one-game swing right there. Well, the one in Fenway Park we gave up, too. You know, you just give a – you know, just – and everyone drops games. But my point being – I mean, there's also the 15 games the Red Sox won in extra innings. Yeah, you know, I, and I – the last month and a half <laughs> – I watched more Red Sox games on MLB TV than I did my entire life. And I was just watching every game. And every game, they're down one nothing, 2-1, 2 nothing, And they make these comebacks and it's against the Rays and the Blue Jays. It bothers you. But, you know, the Yankees, they have a chance to get into the, the real playoffs, in my opinion. I think, you know, the wild card is the playoffs technically. But, you know, get into the division series and everything else from there. You're getting three minimum games of all your rookies, your, your Sanchez, your Judge, your Bird, Didi, you know. Everyone's getting that experience, and that's just going to carry over into next year. When you have Andujar, who might be on the roster, or at least will be in the dugout. You know, Torres is going to come next year. You know, Luis Severino. You know, all these guys are going to get that experience, which just enhances your team. And um, that's why I think it's very similar to the, you know, the, the early years of the dynasty. And you're seeing it right here. So let's win this game tonight. Let's that, do it. That is it, man. It really is exciting. So I, I look forward to watching the game. I know, obviously, you guys are all jerked up. So let's do this. Let's finish up. Give me your confidence level and your prediction. Confidence level prediction. Phil, let's start with you. I'll go with an 8. 8 confidence out of 10. Eight at, do, so 80%. Let's do a 100% scale. 80% confident. I'll go like a 7-3, seven, 7-4 seven, ball game. Actually, Yan- no, that's way too high. I'll go like 5-2. Yankees win. Yankees win 5-2. Mike. Um, so I have nerves, but I'm still confident. I guess that's you know just the nature of the business. I'm at, you know, uh, a strong eight and a half, solid eight and a half. Um, I think you're seeing a judge home run. I think it's, you know, it's inevitable to happen. Um, in fact, I think um, I think you're seeing the Yankees score probably a couple runs in the first two. And listen, early and often, and if the Yankees can get on the board real early in the game, they got a chance to just, you know, the crowd's going to be electric. It's, I think, maybe like 6-1 Yankees, 6 nothing Yankees, judge home run. That's my prediction. All right. Here, hey, ready Mike, for my, ready Mike, for my prediction? One second. One second. Mike, if uh, yep. the Yankees go about four or five runs in the first three innings, does Severino have a little bit of uh, – hold him back a little bit? Hold him back meaning take him out? You take him out take him out in the fifth inning. Six no. Innings. Absolutely not. Absolutely, Absolutely not. not. Nothing's won. Nothing's won. You, you listen, you go You go as much as you get. He's going to give you probably 110 pitches. I'd say to let him go. You know, he's, he's loose, okay. ready to rock. Um. No, you, you try to go a complete game if you can. That's his game. That's your ace. He's the guy who got you there. Um, right. I'm with that. Understand. I'm with that as well. So here's my prediction. I'm 100% confident that the Twins are going to hit a home run in the first inning and then not score again, and the Yankees are going to come back and win 3-1. <sighs> That's I'm, I'm deflated just thinking about that. <laughs> I'm, I'm 100% confident. You home think run. so? Can I, give you, can I give you odds? I'll give you... Um, I'll give you plus one sixty on that. That's it. Gotta, if I get it, that's, if I got something that specifically correct, I'm only plus one sixty. That's bull. That's like a that's a first inning run. 
You know, that's the first inning run line right there. Oh, uh, that's true. Okay. But then you I know, said that the, the Yankees come back 3-1. You know, the, the line is, I think it's like minus 260 right now. Yankees heavy favorites. Um, wow. You know, and I... I am a betting man, so we'll see. If I didn't have such a rough weekend, I'd maybe uh, throw some, some bills around on that game. But I don't think I could do it. I can't do it. You know, I guess it, those one games you don't need to bet on. You, the action's already there. You're watching. So. That's a good point. All right, well, any last thoughts? Let's close up this podcast. What do you guys got? Last thoughts? Uh, I just want to say to everyone listening that um, you're, you're watching the birth of the second dynasty. And everyone who's at least our age, you know, early 20s, the Jeter, the Dynasty, the Pettit Dynasty, the Core Four, Rivera, Posada. You know, we, we witnessed it, but we were pretty young during 96, 97, 98. You know, I don't really remember that. I remember 2000 a little bit. This is it. This is our guys right here. These are our, our dudes. And this is the beginning of the Dynasty. So get ready. You know, sit down and just really cherish it. Because we're going to look back one of these days with, you know, rookie judge winning the MVP. And we're going to be really excited. So I'm just, everyone cherish this. And let's go fucking Yankees. Let's do it. Phil. For me, I am looking. I think Greg Bird's out of a big game. I hope I'm jinxing him. Lefty in the short porch. Cut out an on and off year the Yankees. Then he cements his his uh, season. He cements his uh, his first Yankee moment. Has a big game in the playoffs. Propels us to the LDS. We'll talk Wednesday about that. But I'm feeling good about Greg Bird. DD. I feel like we're feeling good tomorrow. Feeling very good. I'm excited for two things. Number one, I'm excited for Luis Severino. I can't wait to watch that man pitch in a big game like this. He's electric. I had the pleasure to watch Kluber versus Severino earlier in the year. I know Seve came on the bottom half of that, uh, you know, bottom half of the pile according to, uh, against Kluber. But it was a fantastic game to watch. He's electric. Uh, it's going to be popping in the Bronx tomorrow. But more importantly, I just want to thank everybody listening to this fine podcast. If you're here for the Yankees, if you're here against the Yankees, that's fine with me. But hopefully you're here for the Yankees because you got a really interesting fun game ahead of you tonight so stay tuned for that and of course if the yankees win you'll get to hear more of the sports blog new york podcast break down the next series and we're going to be real hyped up on that so thank you for listening as always if you like what you've been hearing don't forget to leave a rating and review on itunes apple podcast app google play hit us on twitter at sport blog nyc for mike palmazano and phil DeMeo, my name is peter kennedy i'll even say it myself i'll say it for you guys go yankees let's go yankees baby oh baby let's go get the dub <laughs>